Hey, everybody. I'm Miranda Jo Promis. And I'm Lindley Mauer. And, and we're, we're two badass estheticians, entrepreneurs, and business owners. We're here to talk about the nitty-gritty of business ownership and how it's not sunshine and rainbows all the time. We talk about real-life ups and downs and how to overcome all the shit you don't see in the world of aesthetics. So sit down, take a listen, have a laugh, or cry with us as we get through all the crazy adventures of entrepreneurship. Behind the Mask podcast. Uh, this is Miranda and Lindley. We're, this is our 30th episode um, of Behind the Mask podcast, which is so wild to me. Um, it's May, even though we're recording in April. <laughs> so that means May is Melanoma and Skin Cancer Awareness Month. So Today, we're going to be talking about skin cancer, how it forms, and how to look for the signs before it's too late. Because, homies, as estheticians, it is super important that we are knowledgeable on this subject because, you know, it's our number one thing when it comes to being an esthetician, preventing skin cancer, and just being knowledgeable about the skin um, and helping to guide your clients in the right direction when it comes to, you know, skin because skin cancer is terrible and you don't want anybody to have that so just to be you know knowledgeable to help your clients in the right direction yeah exactly so this will hopefully give you more information so if you need to like refer out to a dermatologist or if you just need to give them more information because a lot of people don't know how it forms or what it is or what to look out for yeah and just that remembering too that we are estheticians and we're not dermatologists so we can't diagnose anybody with it but just again being aware because like I have clients sometimes on my table like I just had this client last week I'm like hey so and so have you noticed this bump on your skin because this is new this wasn't here last month when you were in and you know just helping guide your clients like you see their skin and work on their skin more than they do but just knowing you can't diagnose and just referring them out to that dermatologist. But again, just being aware. Yeah, it's the most important part. So guys, skin cancer is one of the most common cancers in the world as well because there's about 5 million cases of skin cancer that's diagnosed every single year. So <laughs> skin cancer is one of the most preventable cancers of all because, hello, you can wear your sunscreen to protect it and clothes and shade and all of those things. So did you guys know that one in a five, one out of five Americans will develop skin cancer by the age of 70? I think that's absolutely crazy. Yeah, well, because if you think about it, we're, well, I'm I'm only 30 and you're only 25. Yep. So, like, just imagine yourself 30 years from now, you're going to be exposed to 30 more years of sun. Yeah. Isn't like, that crazy? Well, it's, it's like, obvious. Like, that's an obvious statement. But, like... You don't really think about it until you think about it in those terms. Yeah, you don't. Gosh, heck no, you don't. Yeah. And it's just like, to me, when you look at the numbers and statistics of things like this, like, here's another one. More than two people will die from skin cancer every two hours. Like, you know, there's so many people on this world. But, like, when you really think about some of those things, it's like, whoa. That's insane. Like, 
how dangerous it can be. I know, it's so sad. It's so scary. That is terrifying to me. It really is. Like, skin cancer, people just think, oh, skin cancer, whatever. No, it goes so deep. It literally goes deep. Like, literally, if you have a certain type of skin cancer, depending on how bad it is and how it's formed, they literally have to cut it out of you. So it goes deep. Like it's like so important to me, like how I tell my friends and family like to wear their sunscreen. I am literally like a sunscreen Nazi. Like you can't hang out with me unless you have your sunscreen on. Like, (laughs) like because that's how important it is to me. Like I just don't want anyone else to get skin cancer. So, and that's how I am. Like when I'm with my friends, everyone knows I'm the sunscreen person. They always come to me and they're like, "Lily has her sunscreen. Don't worry." Yeah, like, Lindley's got it, so I don't have to bring mine, right? (laughs) But it's just crazy because skin cancer, like, yeah, you just think, oh, well, I'll just go get that mark burned off of my face or off of my back. Like, no, it's more than that. Sometimes it spreads way farther, and you have to go into, like you said, surgery, getting a whole freaking chunk of your skin removed off. And it can get even deeper than that, too, which we'll get into later. Um, But another fun fact for you, homies. Okay, so 9,500 people are diagnosed every day with skin cancer. Again, looking at numbers and statistics of things, that's huge. Yeah. It's a lot of people. Yeah, just imagine 9,500 people in one area. That's a that's ton a of people. And that's that's every day. And like, every day in the world. That is... You could be one of them if you're not wearing your sunscreen. So wear it. Yeah. <laughs> It's, yeah, exactly. So, with that being said, then, too, I mean, your sunburns, so, like, how we say, you could be one of those 9,500 people that could be diagnosed every day. If you've had more than five sunburns in your life, that over doubles your risk of having melanoma, a.k.a. skin cancer. Like, that was one of the number one facts that stuck with me when we left school was if you had, you know, more than five sunburns in your life, you're at a double risk for getting it. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I have <laughs> I have a friend who does pools and he does not wear skin sunscreen at all. Um and I've told him multiple times I'm like you're going to get skin cancer. Like the amount of times he has burned or has some like weird like hyperpigmentation or like hypopigmentation like to his skin. I'm like dude please just put sunscreen on. But he's not going to listen to me. Like, why would he listen to me? But it's just kind of, like, scary because he's out in the sun all the time. And he's still, like, young. But still, like, even when you're a kid, those effects from the sun are not going to show until 20, 30 years from now. So you never know how your skin is going to take it and how your skin is going to um, form new cells after that. Like, it's just, like... I know you can't see it now and how your skin is doing things from the inside. Like, obviously you can't see that, but like, it's literally transforming your cells. Yeah. I mean, just like anything, I think in the health world, like, you know, when you eat crappy and all of that, like you don't see the effects of what it's doing to your heart, but there's things that are happening. Yeah. Internally. Yes. You don't see it, but it's happening. It's like, it's so scary. Same thing goes with the skin. Like, it may not show now, but 
it might pop up later and you'll regret that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So like the most, the most thing, the biggest thing that you can do is just preventative care and take care of things now because it's going to be hell when you have to correct or get things cut out of you, like we were saying, or, you know, just the damage of it all can be even, like, awful for anyone, yeah. too, so. Like, skin grafts and things like that. I see all the time those horror stories of people who it's, like, they have to have skin grafts done because of the large amount of skin that was removed due to skin cancer, or, like, sometimes it's not even removable, and you have to get chemo because it's spread internally, and, like, there's some crazy things yeah. that can happen cancer yeah and melanoma is one of those things that um even though it's not the most common skin cancer it's like the most life-threatening because it is one of those cancers that can metastasize and go to other parts of your body yes (laughs) like how is that not scary enough for people like i don't know but people don't i don't know i think there needs to be more people like us miranda who are like telling people this because I think people literally just think, oh, it's skin. It's skin. But no, skin is your number one largest organ of your body. And so if your largest organ is damaged and you don't see, you don't recognize, because they do say a lot of the number one spots of, like, skin cancer and um, darker skin colors, I've learned, develops on, like, the hands and the feet. Yeah. And you don't see that. Yeah. Like, and then it can spread internally before you even know it. Yeah. Yeah. It's your largest organ. Take care of it. <laughs> exactly. Um, and so since I was talking about, you know, it's melanoma's not the most common. The most common is basal. I'm going to, I'm going to butcher these names. So I'm so sorry. Cause I'm not a medical professional. Um, but basal cell carcinoma with 30, sorry, again, wow. Basal cell carcinoma has 3.6 million people diagnosed every year. Um, and then squamous cell carcinoma has 1.8 million people diagnosed every year. So those are two different types of forms of cancer as well. Um, we're just going to hit melanoma, um, but it is the third most common form of cancer. Um, this year alone, it's estimated over 100,000 cases will be di- diagnosed. Um, and then over 7,000 people will unfortunately lose their lives to this disease. So since we're going to be talking about this form, um, it is the least common form, but it's actually the most dangerous because like I said, it is, it has the ability to spread to other organs if it's not treated. So that right there is terrifying to me. So like, please like go get yourself checked. Like if you haven't and you see a weird spot on your body or on your skin, um, go to a dermatologist and get it checked out just so you have that peace of mind and you're not like thinking, oh, maybe, maybe it's nothing, maybe it's something and you just don't go. I would rather know than not know. So. Yeah. Amen, sister. That's yeah. That's what I say too. Um, and then I, w- I was looking stuff up too the other day about melanoma and I used to take a um, medical terminology class like back in the day <laughs> when I actually went to college. 
Um, so I thought that was super interesting too. And how melanoma broken down into medical terms is literally black tumor. So melon meaning black and oma is meaning tumor. So it's just like, ah, like just that, crazy. just like knowing that alone is like kind of scary to me. So yeah, that sounds scary. Yeah, it is scary, but it can also come in different colors. So it might not just be black. It can come in white, pink, blue, sometimes even um, they can all be mixed together. So if you have a spot that has pink, blue, black pim pigment, it might be a huge indicator to go get checked. Yes, that is something like, you know, there's not just one form of what it looks like. Yes, there's so many different kinds of forms, which is also scary. So you not knowing, it's just another reason why you should go get checked by a dermatologist. So. Yeah, go to the professionals. Um, so other indicators can be uneven border, having a variety of different colors, like I said. Um, if it's growing upwards and outwards, so if it just looks kind of funky and weird. Um, so just make sure to check on anything new or unusual. And um, you can kind of, I've done my research on how to kind of check for the different kinds of varieties of what it can look like. So there are the A, B, C, D, and E's of melanoma. Um, a is asymmetry. So like if you cut it in half, it's not going to look like the other half. So you don't get two perfect matches. Um, so it's basically just not symmetrical whatsoever. Um, B is border, so it can look uneven or scalloped. Um, color, like I was talking about, it can have multiple colors. Um, it can have um, different diameters or darkness, so that's your D, looking for the ugly duckling of your moles, if you have a lot of moles. Um, <laughs> yeah, it can look way darker, and it could be larger than the rest of your moles. I definitely... I have a lot of moles on my body. I have a lot of freckles on my body. So <laughs> I definitely have to look out for that. Um, and then E is if it evolves. So evolving, if it changes in color at all, shape, size, um, elevation, if it bleeds and doesn't heal, if it's itchy, um, it could look a little crusty as well. So all of those things, if any of those things are on your checklist, that you've checked off, go get it looked at. That's seriously what I tell people all the time is I'm like, if it's changing and you notice something is changing on your skin, please go get it checked yeah. out. If something just doesn't look normal, go get checked out. And yeah. And, and if it hasn't been there your whole life, like, <laughs> girl, <laughs> go get it checked. <laughs> Y'all freaking me out. <laughs> Just had in this last week, I was like, "Honey, I have never seen this spot on your skin." And she goes, "I know. I just noticed it popped up like two weeks ago." And I was like, "Run!" <laughs> Run to the dermatologist. <laughs> some people, it's like you could have had it your whole lifetime, and it doesn't like spread or develop. But some people, it
way more than what somebody who's had for two years. You know, everybody is a case-by-case basis. Yeah. So it's just better safe than sorry, please, guys. Yeah, exactly. Um, And then I want to get into, like, your previous moles that you already have on your body. So, like I was saying, I have a lot. Um, Just how my skin is. But most people think that they should be checking on those previous moles that they've had. And you still should. But honestly, 70 to 80% of melanomas arise from just your normal skin. So just untouched skin. If it's skin that usually doesn't see a whole lot of UV rays, like the sun, like either your butt or like the back of your legs and stuff like that, you you could always check those areas as well. Because only 20 to 30% of melanomas are found in existing moles. Fun yeah I read that and I was like okay (laughs) I didn't know that like I mean I had some moles and things removed off of me and like I thought because I noticed the one grew a little bit that maybe it would you know be melanoma or something but it was like no that one's been there my whole life and it is we think that ones have that have been there our whole lives are the biggest cause and it's not right it's the ones that grow on their own, baby boo. I know. So, with that, let's talk about how they kind of form because, or like how skin cancer, melanoma, all of it forms. It is from the UV rays. And tanning beds are the main causes of skin cancer, obviously, because that's how it kind of comes. Because um, your UV rays are what gets into your skin and damages it. So, it all begins in your melanocytes. Your melanocytes are what give your skin that color and the pigment because melanin is the pigment of your skin and that's what protects your skin essentially. The deeper layers of your skin from the sun. So your melanocytes are there to protect you and when the sun UV rays are penetrating into your skin and when you get tan, that's a sign of protection. It's not a good healthy thing to be tan. It's your melanin your melanocytes getting darker for protection it's not a yeah. oh my god look at this cute tan it's a protection i know it's your body protecting itself i know yeah. everyone i know i know everyone loves to be tan um so that's a thing and it's it's such a weird like stigma like of how we are today because everyone thinks they look so much better when they're tan but honestly like you being tan is unhealthy and people exactly. don't really think about it that way. Like, no. they think you're tan, that means you're healthy and thriving. And it's like, no, honestly, your your body is, like, actually crying out for help. And that's how it's showing you. Yeah. It's saying, hey, I'm darkening because I want to protect myself from those UV rays. But you keep putting them on me, so I'm getting darker and darker. And then at some point, you just get burned because your skin can't handle any more UV radiation. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, it's... It's a struggle, guys, out here. Let your pasty pale self shine and be beautiful. Or just okay? do self-tanner at home, okay? <laughs> self-tanner and bronze your face up, guys. Use bronzer and stuff. Yeah, um, for real. I promise you'll be fine. You'll be okay. Yes. So, because, again, if you're thinking about it, lighter skin tones are going to be more prominent through skin cancer. So, like, Fitzpatrick's on the scale of one and two are going to have the least melanin. So we're going to be more susceptible to the skin cancer because of the lightness that we have. And when you have the darker pigmented skins, 
you know, you're at a lower risk of melana, melanoma, <laughs> words and me getting tongue-tied again today. But anybody can get it. It doesn't matter what color you are, what Fitzpatrick you are, you can still get skin cancer because, again, it's actually found a lot of times on the palms of the hands and the soles of the feet or even underneath um, your nails in the darker Fitzpatricks because that is lighter on them than the rest of their skin. So, like, those spots are more susceptible to than the damage. Yes. But just because you're darker doesn't mean you won't get skin cancer. You just have a little bit more melanin to protect you. So, if you don't know what a Fitzpatrick scale is, I'm going to kind of tell you right now. Um, it's how we classify the reaction to exposure to sunlight, essentially. So, Fitzpatrick scales range in a 1 to a 6. So, Fitzpatrick 1 is going to be more of the pale white skin with the light eyes, red or blonde hair, and you always burn and you can never get a tan. So, all you freckly babes out there who instantly freckle versus tan, that's going to be you. And then our fair skin is number two. So, Fitzpatrick number two is fair skin, still blue, lighter eyes, you burn easily, and you tan poorly. Fitzpatrick three is going to be darker white skin, but you do tan after an initial burn. And then Fitzpatrick four is going to be that light brown skin that burns minimally and tans very easily. Fitzpatrick 5 is going to be more of that brown skin. You rarely ever burn, and you tan very, very well. And then Fitzpatrick 6 is, six is going to be that deepest, darkest brown to black skin, and it's never going to burn, and you're just deeply pigmented. So, remember, again, doesn't matter what Fitzpatrick you are, you can still get skin cancer, no matter what skin type and what color you are. So just always remember that. Yeah. So, on the Fitzpatrick scale, what do you think you are? A two? That's what I was going to say. I think I'm a two because, like, I have the darker hair, but I'm, like, fair. But I do burn the minute I, like, if I'm outside and it's been, like, between 15 minutes to an hour and I didn't put sunscreen, like, on my shoulders and it's the middle of the day, I will burn instantly. Mm -hmm. Most of the time I do tan pretty easily. So, I'm, like, I think I range between a two and a three. That's what I was going to say. I think I range between a two and a three as well. Cause I have, I have darker hair and I have blue eyes as well, but also like, I think it also matters with like your genetics. So like my mom is very, very fair skin. Like she is definitely probably like a one, like in there. Um, she burns no matter what. And she's always just very fair. Um, but my dad on the other side, has very olive toned tan, tan. He has very olive toned skin. Um, he's got really dark hair, and I don't know. He just tans very, very easily. So I, I feel like I have a, a mixture of both of that. But I also like the same. Like if I go outside and I don't put sunscreen on, like especially on my shoulders, like you were saying, like my shoulders, my shoulders and my nose will definitely get burnt. Um, and then it'll be uncomfortable for a couple days, but then eventually it will turn into a tan. Yeah. But it kind of takes me a while. And I feel like every year it's harder and harder for my skin to turn into that tan. Ooh. Have you noticed yeah. that? You know, yes, but no. 
I mean, the older I get, the less I'm, like, wanting to be outside too tan. So, it's, like, I've never actually paid too much attention to it. But, like, young Lindley, she was outside and fake bags so well. So much. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so did I. I mean, we didn't know. Like, we they didn't know anything back then either. Like, how to protect ourselves from the sun. Like, my parents, like, would slap sunscreen on me and then be like, okay, go by. Yep. And then, like that's all I had all day. So like I was a tan little baby running around, but <laughs> you know, like as I've gotten older, it's been harder for me to actually get a all over tan, I guess you could say. Yeah. See, that's my thing. It's like, I am not intentionally like trying to tan my body anymore, but I will say like, you know, in the summer when I'm outside and I'm just wearing shorts, like I will do one layer of sunscreen all over my body. Mm-hmm. And typically it's like, yeah, I have to reapply to my shoulders and I have to reapply to some of those prominent areas, but like my legs will just end up getting tan. But now say I'm sitting in a weird position for like hours on end, if I'm sitting out on my patio reading, I will probably get a burn where the sun is most prominent, but it's like, yeah, I guess I would agree with that. It's like I tan a lot harder now. Like it's harder to get a tan. Yeah. Me too. I have to protect myself so much. Yeah. You know? Well, and like last year, I had um, <laughs> my dumbass didn't put any sunscreen on my legs, and I was wearing shorts, and I was watching. Jesse had like a um, I don't know, some kind of soccer game or whatever going on, and I was in the bleachers in the sun. Reflecting off the bleachers and then reflecting onto my legs. The amount of burn I had, <laughs> I it was almost comical because like it was literally like a straight across like line of where my shorts met, and then like the rest of my burnt sad <laughs> legs, and it was only on one side of my legs, so the other my backside of my legs was also pale. I looked so ridiculous and it never turned into a tan and I felt so bad for my sad little burnt little legs for about like a week or so until it finally healed but I'm like okay I'm gonna have sun damage there when I get older cool 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 <laughs> like cool like so always have sunscreen on you because I I wasn't thinking apparently that day like oh it's not gonna be that bad but then it's like oh it was really bad you know see and i'll notice too like when i say i'm out and about moving i won't get as burnt as easily as like you were just sitting there in the bleachers with the sun like battering down on you like then that's when i really notice that i will burn so much worse than when i'm like just out moving around doing yard work or certain things in and out of the shade and Mm -hmm. you know yeah different angles that it hits but you know what my least favorite thing is um when you accidentally like don't apply evenly and you have handprint marks oh my god yeah oh my gosh i had handprint (laughs) marks on my back and shoulders last year like of like zebra stripes from (gasps) certain areas oh no those are the worst burns because it's like you just have that one red tomato patch. Yeah. I accidentally did that to Jesse one year. I I got all over his back and I skipped his love handles. 
and his love handles got burnt. I felt so bad. He was like, really? Really? I'm like, I'm sorry. I failed you. <laughs> you can tell when it's an uneven application. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh my God. Oh my God. The struggle is real, man. The struggle is real, dude. Gosh, skin cancer. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. So since we were talking about Fitzpatrick scales and how literally anyone can get skin cancer, I just wanted to put a fun fact out there, even though it's not really a fun fact, it's more like a sad fact. <laughs> so if you know but who Bob Marley is, I hope you do. Um, skin cancer is actually the thing that killed Bob Marley. Um, he had formed a rare form of skin cancer under his toenail and lost his life at the young age of 32 from skin cancer. That's mind-blowing to me. To be honest, I did not know that's the reason or cause of his death. Yeah, like, like I, so I did know that he died from, like, some weird, like, growth from his toe. And he wow. was a very holistic man, right? So, like, he thought, like, whatever is on his body, like, he should embrace and not have to go to the doctor and stuff like that. And so he never did. And then later on, they did an autopsy and they did find, like, he had skin cancer. That was skin cancer that he had underneath his toenail, and it it metastasized to the rest of his body, and he died. See, guys? Okay, there we go. Those hidden things. Isn't that scary? Oh Poor Bob Marley. I love Bob Marley. <laughs> That's so sad. I know. Takes your life too soon when you wouldn't realize that it could. Yeah, you don't even you don't know. Out there, like we talk about skin cancer, we talk about wearing your sunscreen, we talk about all these things, but like there's so much that is involved with it. But it's like it could kill you, your skin is your largest organ. Yes, I don't know how much we have to really ingrain that into people's brain and say it, but take care of your largest organ. It's not internal or inside of you, and so people don't think that you need to take care of it, but it's an organ. Yeah, it's true. I know. I I don't think people think of it like that either. Like, they just think it's skin. But, like, honestly, if we didn't have skin, we wouldn't be here. We would be ugly little blobs. Like, we wouldn't be alive. <laughs> we, would, we would be so susceptible to, like, so many different airborne diseases, and then we would automatically just die. So, yeah, skin is so important, and you should really take care take care of it, so... Anyway, before we go on a little spiel <laughs> of that, um, since we were talking about like Fitzpatrick scales and like melanocytes and stuff like that, I found it really interesting that we all have the same number of melanocytes, but some of us just produce more melanin and some of us produce less. So that's why you have so many different kinds of skin tones from light to dark. Um, and there are actually five layers of the epidermis, epidermis, and one of those layers is the basal cell layer. And this layer is where cells form, divide, and then create our outermost layer of our skin. So to understand melanoma and skin cancer, we need to understand how melanocytes work. Um, in the basal cell layer is where you'll find your melanocytes. 
And these are little cells that have branch-like branch -like legs that reach up through the layers of our skin and produce, transport melanosomes to, to give our skin, eyes, and hair color. So that's also a thing. Amazing. Yeah. Science, uh, baby. <laughs> Yeah, I did not know this. I don't know how I didn't know, but I didn't know that. Yeah, I genuinely didn't know this either, so please allow me to put you with these names. <laughs> yeah, totally. So, you have your eve. Okay, so I, again, I'm going to butcher it. It's eumelanin, right? That's how I would say it, yeah. Yeah, and then your... How would you say that? I would say pheomelanin. Exactly. Like UVA and UVB rays are so intense. And I don't think really, I don't think people really think about that. And I was talking, <laughs> of course, I was talking to Jesse the other day too. And he was talking to me about how this guy literally cooked, did he cook a whole meal or did he, he set something on fire or something like that with, okay. with the sun. So like he literally held like a something up to the sun that would reflect back on to something else and he literally set it on fire within a minute oh okay i know yes do you know what i'm talking about <laughs> yes i know exactly what you're talking about isn't that scary that's intense <laughs> like so just imagine your body on fire raging ball of fire from the uv damage okay yeah and our skin the okay so the reason why we get burns is because our skin is inflamed. That your skin's inflammatory response is because it's trying to heal you. Yeah. <laughs> like it's like it's literally telling you like I'm on fire and that's why you're inflamed and that's why you get burned. Gosh, and I just wish that people could really understand that about how like your skin is it's protecting you. It's not a pretty girl thing to be tan and then that redness and that sunburn is inflammation and it's it's not good. No. It's not good stuff. Yeah. So um, the more we're exposed to that UV radiation without protecting ourselves, the more often we overproduce that melanin. So 
If you get burned over and over and over again, that overproduction of melanin causes UV radiation within your melanocytes. So, and then that results into uncontrolled cellular growth. And then that is exactly how melanomas are formed. So please wear your sunscreen. <laughs> please wear your sunscreen. Yeah. Like you do not want to have this. Like UV radiation is a real thing. And it's something everyone should literally be scared about, especially with how we live today. Like I did my research and like every year the UV radiation actually gets worse and worse. Because, like, the ozone layer has changed and, like, we're just more susceptible to these things. So, it's really important that you protect yourself. And it's literally the easiest thing to do every morning before you walk outside. And even before, like, even if you're staying indoors as well, like, UV can go through sunlight. It can go, not sunlight, it can go through windows. It can go through your clothes. It can literally penetrate through a lot of different kinds of things so my favorite thing that I always tell people um when I tell them like they're like well I work inside I don't need to wear sunscreen I'm like do you have plants yeah I tell people that too Mm -hmm. yeah I'm like how do your plants survive and thrive the sun's getting in through the window the UV is so wear it for your skin too yes it photosynthesizes somehow okay and it's through UV Yeah, especially if you're getting treatments done. Do you want your treatments to last? Do you want your results to uphold and maintain? Wear your sunscreen. Yeah. I mean, I know, so like I have a client who, uh, she's working with a homeopathic doctor right now. And I have, she's an active client of mine. So she's on a lot of active ingredients which are exfoliating her skin. So she needs to make sure she's wearing sunscreen to protect it, you know? But the homeopathic doctor is like, you don't need to wear sunscreen. Sunscreen is bad for you, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, okay, I mean, you need (laughs) vitamin D and a healthy dose. But, like, at the same time, though, the amount of accumulative damage that happens then in your later years when it pops out as the melanoma and skin cancer, like, you're going to regret not wearing your sunscreen. Yeah. You can absorb a healthy amount of vitamin D in other ways, but wear your sunscreen. And there are, yes, and there are healthier forms of sunscreen, too. Yeah, yes, which we'll get into. Yeah, we'll get into it. And I do agree, like, I do love my 10 minutes of sun, Um, but anything after that, I will definitely make sure I have sunscreen on. Because after that 10 minutes is when you'll probably have your burn. So, um, yeah, like I get where he's coming from, but at the same time, it's like, do do you not know what it actually does to you if you just stay out all day without putting sunscreen on? Like you're literally cooking your insides. Yes. And then also with that being said too, like in today's world, so back in like the old settler days, I think it was a little different because they... They ate so differently. And yeah, that's their true. Styles were so different. You look at like a lot of those people. They wore the long clothes for a reason, like in the middle of summer. Yeah. Like women used to wear long sleeve shirts and the long skirts. It 
I don't really think it was a conservative thing. I think it was more of you're protecting your skin so you don't get burned. A lot of that I think is true. I I personally think so. But then also the way that they ate and the way that their internal cells were were much healthier than in today's world. So in today's world, we eat a lot of boxed foods. We eat a lot of chemicals and dyes and certain things like that that weaken our like ourselves, you know. So they're not as healthy and at optimal function as they should and could be. So then when you are going outside, we have more weakened cells that are more susceptible to damage than easier as well. So that's another thing with that. Like, wear your sunscreen. You get your five to ten minutes of your vitamin D naturally and healthily, and then please put your sunscreen on. And even through sunscreen, you can still absorb some of those UV rays. So that's true. Even if you're wearing sunscreen, you'll probably still get tan, too. So a lot of people think that, too. Like, they're not going to get their tan because they put sunscreen on. Like, you'll still get tan. That's how your body works. (laughs) That's how your skin works. That's how it protects you, too. But having another layer of protection was never going to hurt anybody. No. So. Better safe than sorry. Yeah, exactly. So seriously, guys, no matter what, please wear your sunscreen and UVA rays, which are ultraviolet burning rays and ultraviolet aging rays, okay? So please don't <laughs> even think about going to a tanning bed or mm-hmm. laying in fake baking all summer next to the pool. It's so easy to protect yourself and prevent the skin cancer, so why not just do it? No matter where you're at on the Fitzpatrick scale, too, please just wear your sunscreen and go story because, again, the Bob Marley story, like, hello, like, ah, yeah. please wear your sunscreen. But with that being said, thank you guys for seriously always listening to Miranda and I on Behind the Mask podcast. Tune into our next episode because we're going to be talking about our favorite sunscreens and going deeper into the sunscreens. Um, so please be sure to follow MJM Beauty Studio LLC on Instagram and Glisten and Glow Spot by Lindley on Instagram as well. We love you guys and we love sharing your knowledge with you. So knowledge is power. Skincare is self-care, and skincare is healthcare. So we'll catch you guys later. All right? Bye, guys.